It's time for the Finkelcast NFL Best Bets Contest, a podcast that's been off the airwaves for so long you'll swear I just gave up on it. But I didn't, I think. Anyways, featuring... Since the last time we recorded this, his gopher's boat sure took on a lot of water from the Badgers. It's Colin Burke. Plus, a man who's happy those Badgers are on a break so he doesn't have to work 23 hours a day every Saturday. It's Jack Anchelis. And now, he got to experience the wonders of having to give meds to a cat this morning, a.k.a. one of the most first-world problems of all time. It's your host, Joel Finkelman. Hello, everybody. Welcome into a Thursday edition of the Finkelcast, an NFL Best Bets edition of the Finkelcast, a... New equipment in the studio edition. I am holding up on the live stream a a wireless mouse and a wireless keyboard. This is a big day here at iHeart. We have spent money on our facilities. Alert the media. I guess other media other than us. Anyways, I will uh, I'll move on from that. That's a little bit of an in- inside joke. So whatever. Moving on. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's been like four weeks since we've been on here, which is really unfortunate. Uh, but, you know, some timing things, uh, some vacations, uh, it happens. It happens. But either way, we are back. We're doing our uh, NFL Best Bets per usual with Colin Burke and Jack Angelis. Um, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing that here. We're, uh, we we did keep track of the last few weeks we were gone, so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, before I go ahead and get started, though, should mention, uh, you can follow everybody on Twitter here that's on the show. So you can at Joel Finkelman, at Colin Q. Burke. At Anchelis. You can see that on the bottom of the screen if you're watching on uh, YouTube. But you, you just got to go to youtube.com slash Joel the F. That's J O E L T H E F. You can subscribe. It'll tell you when we're going live. And uh, yeah, then you can see all the old videos, whatever, all that good stuff. Good times here in the studio. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Uh, check out the iHeartRadio app. Uh, you can just go to the Finkelcast. You'll find all the old podcasts there, the audio only version if you're, uh, if you're out and about, can't watch it. Uh, and you can go ahead and check out that on any other iTunes app or whatever. Uh, it's it's on everything. So whatever you listen to on podcast, there you go. There's that. Let's get that out of the way. Uh, yeah, with that, we'll go ahead. We'll bring in. Uh, it's it's been a little while. I made fun of his uh, Gophers uh, for losing thirty-one to zero to the Badgers, and that was a long time ago. So uh, so Colin Colin Burke, how you doing, buddy? Whoop! Hold on. By that result, Whoop. I certainly wasn't uh, still rowing up here though. There we go. Sorry, I almost cut you off. The mic wouldn't turn on. That's always a good time. Um, yeah, I mean, we were uh, we were talking about the game here a little behind the scenes. Uh, uh, Mike Lucas, who's the color guy, was talking to uh, some of the Badger players who apparently uh, were basically just laughing because they said that the offensive stuff that uh, Minnesota was running was like high school stuff. So. Well, I mean, they were down basically every receiver of any consequence, and they were running a quarterback that didn't want to be there. So, good riddance. That's true. He did leave immediately after the game. He, he put together a hell of an audition tape if he's trying to get a job <laughs> after that Nebraska and Minnesota performances. That's or, I'm true. Sorry, the uh, Northwestern and Minnesota or and Wisconsin performances. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty baller move just to be like, "All right, I'm out. See you guys later. Peace." It's been it's been real. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, we'll uh, we'll move on here to our other guest, Jack Anchelis. Jack, how you doing, buddy? <clears throat> I'm uh, struggling to schedule for the holidays. It's an adventure. <laughs> got a lot of kids that are going home for break. Yeah. Oh, if anybody wants a job? Hit me up. Yeah. First time. Uh, first time. 
being the GM for the holiday season, huh? It's got to be a little stressful. At least the Badgers aren't playing until December 30th, and I'm sure that'll be a fun day for you. Yeah. There's a basketball game that day, too. So oh, let's just throw it all together. Really? Oh, goodness. I can't wait to work that whole day. That's going to be a lot Do of fun. Do people still want to see the Badgers play basketball? I certainly don't. <laughs> Uh, there might be a little bit of a little kernel of truth to that. It's a little rough around these parts. Anyways, Who are the batters playing in their bowl game? Uh, they are playing Miami. So the turnover chain. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it'll Good be out. Luck. It'll be out at least once because well, I mean, Alex Hornibrook has to throw his <laughs> mandatory one interception of the day for sure. Either way, <laughs> good grief. All right, uh, let's see here. I guess. We, uh, it's been a while. So I almost had, like, I had to, like, remind myself how this whole thing worked. We each make five picks against the spread, keep those tallied up throughout the year. Uh, at some point in the podcast, we'll get a grinder of the week from Jack. Uh, it's a doozy this week. I don't know if he was there during the pre show meeting. I don't know if he was paying attention when we picked who it was. So in case he didn't, I got it. We'll figure it out. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, that, that's what we got. I don't know if there's any other fun news or anything to touch on. So either way, let's do it. Uh, Colin, where are we at in the standings? It's been like three weeks since we've been on the air, four weeks. I think it's important to note that I have won each of the last three weeks, uh, oh. leading to a record of 34, 28, and three. Uh, the two of you are tied at 30, 33, and two following a couple of, uh, ho-hum weeks. Hmm. That's, that's lame sauce right there. Yeah. It's, uh. As we learned last year, like right now, what what does that make me? Four games behind you? Four and a half. Four and a half. Uh, as we learned last year, it's almost impossible to come back in this with just a few weeks to go. So, I mean, at this point, Jack and I would basically need like a four and one and you would need the opposite or like an O oh and five or something. Oh, and, I'll do my best. And even then, it's still going to be hard. So that's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. So, okay. Those are the standings. I guess uh, since... Since you've been the winner the last three weeks, apparently, uh, I know that I haven't. Uh, I guess we'll let you go ahead and pick a game first. What do you got? All right. I took a look at uh, the slate of games this week and decided to pick the biggest pile of trash that I could. So let me rummage around in my garbage can of picks here. Um, I'm going to lead off with Arizona plus three hosting Tennessee. I think Marcus Mariota is way too inconsistent to win, especially win big on the road. Um, the Titans have a weak pass defense, so I expect Larry Fitzgerald to have a big game. And straight up, the Titans are 3-3 three and three on the road, and two of those three wins are against the Browns and Colts. So I don't think they're able to get it done against a surprisingly resilient Arizona defense. Yeah, that whole team has been, like, surprisingly resilient. I feel like they've kind of just, I don't know, they aren't great, obviously. Despite, we say resilient, but... They're on their third string quarterback, so yeah, it's like there's that. It's like Browns level of resilient. Like you know, they're kind of spunky for like three quarters, and then they, the collapse usually happens. Uh, I actually had this game as well. I took Arizona plus three as well, uh, mostly on the merits that I I'm just done with Tennessee. I'm done pretending like Marcus Mariota is a good quarterback. I'm done pretending like that's the team of the future. Like they like it just. Look, and every time I pick for them or pick against them, I end up being wrong. So, Colin, you and me will undoubtedly be wrong. And, uh, I mean, Tennessee will probably end up winning this game by 27 points or something. But I just, I'm tired of this team. I I mean, how long can a quarterback just not, uh, how long do you give a quarterback, I guess, to to turn into, like, the elite guy that everybody thought he could be? I, I just, I don't see it. The guy's a good runner. He can hit passes when he needs to, but he's not like an elite thrower. I I don't 
but I don't see it. I'm yeah, s- I'm I'm done with and that I, team. I do have a little bit of breaking news here. I oh. want to attribute at least a small part of this being my final year of fantasy football ever to Marcus Mariota's draft stock being as high as it was and him sucking as much as he has. Oh, is this? Are you saying that now and then you're going to get into a bunch of leagues next year? Because that's what I always do. I always say it's my last year and then I always nope, end up. No, this being... is really. There, there are much cheaper ways to be mad at myself all Sunday. Yeah. Now there's, there's some real truth in that statement. It is, fantasy football is really frustrating. It, it is just, it is dumb. It's bad. It's dumb. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, all right. So Colin, or Colin and I both have a game. So Jack, you're up with your first game. All right. I'm taking tonight's game. I'm taking New Orleans on the road, one point favorite against division rival, the Atlanta Falcons. Seems like a bad idea, but I needed a fifth game, and this was the first game on the list. So <laughs> that's where I'm at with it. Oh, jeez. The Saints are hot. Um, they got their quarterback of the future grinding out on special teams, honorary grinder of the week. What the hell was that about? I don't know. I, I, I like, I was watching it on mute, so I was trying to figure out, like, why the team was getting so excited for a guy making it. Like, I didn't get it, and then, then it kind yeah. of started piecing together in my head, but what, what, what possible reason would you put a quarterback on specialty? I don't, I don't know, man. Well, especially when at the beginning of the game, they talked about how Sean Payton said he's the next starting quarterback once Drew Brees is gone. Oh, boy. Like, that's the future of their franchise. Yeah. Supposedly. Seems like, oh, but but don't worry, the kickoff's a really dangerous play, right, NFL? Right? Oh, no? It's really not that much more dangerous than any other play? Oh, okay, interesting. Uh, let's see. I, the entire game is dangerous. Yeah, it, it just could be. Could be that little factor. It's weird, huh? Uh, I also have New Orleans minus one. I pretty much decided during this little off time where we weren't recording, I pretty much decided that I'm not going to pick any more Thursday night games. And then I did it because I'm dumb. And that's why I'm in last place in this league or tied for last place. At least uh, for some reason, You're also tied for second. That's that's another, that's a better way of looking at it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I am tired for Yeah. What do you mean? You're not, you could be second. You could be third. Hell you could be fourth. I love that. Uh, let's see. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, New Orleans. Um, obviously, look, I I think they're hot as hell right now. Offensively, it seems like this is like the best New Orleans team that they've had in a long, long time. And it comes to the running game, which is really, that's got to be so weird for those fans to, to, have, to watch a team that's actually gotten better at something that they weren't good at in the past. Huh. I wonder what that's like trying to make a Packers joke here. Let's see if people catch on. Anyways, uh, did you see that quote? Um, I think it was the GM of the Saints saying if they had known that Kamara was going to be as good a rusher as he is, they would have taken him in the first round. And it's like, why are you saying that? You should be happy you got him in the third round. Yeah, they should absolutely shut the hell up and just go ahead and say like, yeah, we knew all along, but we knew we could get him where we got him. Makes you look smarter. Don't don't come out publicly and say things that are stupid and that make Give you look dumb. Give me old Ted Thompson. Oh my goodness, that's ridiculous. Yeah, well, the Ted Thompson would be just don't talk to media ever because he's not accountable to anybody at any time ever. So there's that. There's your Packers joke. Yeah, there we go. It's the second one in a row here. Uh, New Orleans, yeah. So basically, the other thing is that uh, home teams have been killing it on Thursday night, I feel like, this season. uh, Winning big a lot of cases. And I'm going to go ahead and pick the road team. (laughs) That's, That's why I'm in last place. We're doing it. Good luck. Yep, I bet two. Jack's at one... And believe Collins that puts everyone. me up. Yep, you're up, buddy. Let me go back to my garbage can here and rummage around. Oh, here's Jets minus one at Denver. Oh boy, what a fun game that's going to be! 
it's going to be a disaster. The Broncos have lost eight consecutive games, six of those by double digits. The Jets are coming off a big win over Kansas City, and I think they're a lot better than people are giving them credits for. Uh, that being said, this is not a bet on the Jets. This is simply a bet against the Broncos. Dude, what happened? I I I don't get that team. I, I mean, look, I their defense should still be good. At the end of, at the end of the day, I mean, like I get Trevor Simeon shockingly isn't an all star quarterback. Uh, yeah, who, the defense is tired. Coming? Well, I think that the defense is old, and they're all. I mean, that's where all of the team's money is. I mean, shockingly, that no. I mean, I guess nobody would have expected that the offense would have actually been good. I think they're pretty much what we all expected, but the defense shouldn't have been as bad as it is. I mean, they've they've given up like forty points, fifty points. I mean, they got a lot of talent on that defense. It's ridiculous. I don't know, man. But then again, when you sell your soul to the devil by signing Peyton Manning um, and and spending a gajillion dollars in free agency on guys who are a little bit up there in age, this is kind of this is what you get sometimes. Um, they got a Super Bowl out of it. I can't yeah, fault them. I was gonna say so for them, it's worth it. But this is this is the backside of of doing that. So good luck moving forward. That'll be a lot of fun. Uh, let's see. So you're at two. So Jack's up. Jack, what do you got? All right, I got. The Houston Texans are three-point favorites at home versus the San Francisco 49ers. Um, we got a little bit of the West Coast team on the road traveling for an early game. It's not quite all the way to the East Coast, but it's a couple time zones, and the 49ers suck. Uh, are you, You're taking Houston? I'm taking Houston, yeah. Okay. You never explicitly said that, so yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't super positive. Uh yeah, so let's see. Yeah, Houston's trims. I do believe in my boy Jimmy though, dude. I was. I gotta be honest. As, I was looking at San Francisco, I, which is why I took San Fran plus three. There we go. Houston. <laughs> I, was, I think the Texans are banged up, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo gets it done. I was gonna say I was. I was looking at this one. I I wanted to take San Francisco, dude. There's a lot of crappy games this week, or at least okay. Let me rephrase that. There's a lot of crappy teams playing against each other this week. I feel like everybody every week piles on the NFL and says there's no good games, and that's just not true generally. Uh, but this week, there are a lot of crappy teams playing each other. And Colin's picking all of those games, apparently. Uh, that's right. All right. Being Oscar the Grouch are just living in the trash. Love it. Love all the trash references. You should have come with like a, like a trash can sound effect. You could have like reached in and grabbed some paper wads or something. Yeah. I'm not stomp. Ah, okay. Yeah, my bad. My bad. <laughs> I uh I need a number of trash can emojis to rank here for each game. Oh God, no more emoji ranking. No more. Can't do it. I uh, think San Fran Houston is probably the most garbage of. Although Jets Denver is giving it a run for its money. Uh, let's see. I was trying to see what other games. What was the uh, Arizona whoever, Tennessee is pretty garbage. Indianapolis aren't they playing somebody that's pretty garbage as well? I, I deleted the games that we didn't pick so. I, I don't have the full schedule in front of me. There, there's there's some rough games. Let's just put it that way. All right, so Collins at three. Uh, Jack's at two. I'm at two. I'll just go. Screw it. Let's do that. I'm going to pick a team that I keep picking every week, and it keeps going 50-50 for me. So really, at the end of the day, I got nothing to go with here. I'm going with Jacksonville. Minus two and a half at home against Seattle. Seattle's a little banged up. Not as good on defense, although they did pretty well the other day. Let's see, Jacksonville. I mean, this is a long flight for Seattle. You're basically talking like what? What's got to be the one of the longest flights in all of 
that be one of the longest travel distances in all the NFL, I would think. I mean, Northwest, uh, Southwest. Other than, other than Seattle to Miami, I assume so. Yeah, I mean, it's this has got to be a brutal trip. Obviously, we all know Seattle plays a little bit differently on the road. Their offense is not dynamic, and Jacksonville's defense is the strength of the entire team. I feel like if, if we just looked at paper that Jacksonville should be able to win this game, get out to an early lead, and hold it there. But, you know, we'll see what actually happens. But that's why I got Jacksonville minus two and a half. Now, neither of it you guys. It is Seattle in Denver, so or in December. So. Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's the old late season push Seattle. Well, either way, I mean, as a Packer fan, pretty much got to cheer for Seattle lose. So go Jacksonville. Go do Jags things, except good Jags things, not the usual Jags things. That'll be great. All right. Let's see. I'm at three games. That means Jack is up. Jack, what do you got? I got uh, Kansas City's four-point favorites at home against the Oakland Raiders, taking the Chiefs. Again, a uh, division matchup, the team traveling. Raiders are weird. The Chiefs are also weird. That's true. Just, um, just rolling with it. Love it. I have, sworn off, I have sworn off taking Kansas City uh, the entire rest of the year. I don't... I don't understand how a team can start off so good and then look like such crap by the end of the year. Like, is Andy Reid in danger of losing his job? I think he might be, which is why I took Kansas City minus four as well. Um, I know it's a cliche. Arrowhead is a tough place to play, (laughs) especially when it gets cold out. Uh, But Kansas City has owned Oakland winning five of the last six meetings, and the one win was that crazy game that they played earlier this year at Oakland where it took about six tries that were assisted by the referees to oh, allow yeah. Oakland to score that walk-off touchdown. Forgot about that. Um, Kansas City's 8-2 and two in their last 10 December games. Andy Reid's job might be on the line, so Kansas City minus four hosting Oakland. That is so wild to me that, that that's even a potential like topic to talk about. I mean, they, they were the best team in the league. They were like number one in every power ranking. They were undefeated. I, I just I remember don't... when they beat the Patriots in the first week of the season. Everybody thought they were going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Everybody thought they were going to the Super Bowl like through week five. And then suddenly but this is so classic Andy Reid. I mean, this is yeah. why Philadelphia finally got tired of him. Well, and and I mean, you know, look, shockingly, a dynamic rookie running back maybe hit the wall a little bit, maybe got binged or dinged up a little bit. I mean, it's just what what Hunt was doing before. I mean, you know, before this kind of losing all started was kind of literally unbelievable. So I don't know. All right. So let's see. I got her. Collins got four. The rest of us got three. So I'll go ahead and go. Um, I would say in probably what's the best game of the week i would i would assume uh late afternoon rams and philadelphia at la i'm gonna go ahead and take the road team traveling across the country which goes against what i just said in my last pick i'm taking philly plus two and a half give me the points i think philly's coming off of a loss that they did not play well in uh, when everybody's already starting to talk about them going to the super bowl now i think they're going to want to bounce back i think they're going to be motivated i think the rams I really like them. I mean, offensively, I think they're really good. Defensively, they have been very good at times. They were a little bit weaker at the start of the year. I just, I don't know, man. Something, I, I maybe it's like an eye test thing. I can't really put it into exact words, but I'm not super buying LA deep run here. I'd still golf. I'm not expecting the best uh, wide receivers. I mean, they were without Woods recently, a little banged up there. So I'm a little worried about the Rams. So I'm taking Philly plus two and a half on the road in front of what will be largely probably a Philadelphia crowd, to be fair. 
So let's see. I no, neither of you guys have that game. Okay. So I guess I'm the only one going to be cheering for the best game of the week. Can't wait. All right. Let's see. Um, Jack, that brings you up. You're, you're up, buddy. All right. Monday night, the New England Patriots are 11 point favorites in Miami against the Dolphins. Taking the Patriots. Tom Brady division matchup in prime time. I think they win by like 20. Yeah, most likely. I was looking at this game uh, for like two seconds. I was like, I should take Miami. And then and then I realized people who bet against the Patriots generally lose money. And that's dumb. So I just decided to stay away because I feel like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I feel like every once in a while the Patriots are just due for like a weird game where they only win by three or something. And I feel like this strangely might be that game. So I just I just, I just felt wrong. I don't know. I, yeah, no Gronk. Yeah. He's too busy balling out. Yeah, that's that was pretty bad. That that was I was really gonna ask. Bad. What was like I was gonna ask, what was your take on that? Like I, yeah, I mean it just that was bad. It's dumb. Do you think it should have been more than one game? Appeal. I hope they look at his appeal and bump his suspension up. <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> I was like, Jack, do you think it should have been more than one game? Um I don't know. There's not a lot of things that guys have gotten suspended multiple games for. I mean, I mean like Albert Haynes with Stomping on a dude's head without a helmet on, only got got what five games. Yeah, he had also been like a multiple time kind of issue exactly. guy, though. But well, I mean, first the, issue, it was sort of in the context of the play. No, don't even come on. No, I mean, like it was way no, after the play. No, but no, there was at least a play that he was involved in. It's not like he. Are you saying ran across the sidelines and put a swing at him? <laughs> okay, wait, Jack, okay. Is congratulations. Your basic argument that Robert Gronkowski plays football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like the Crabtree and Tlaib fight that carried on like five minutes after the play was over. Yeah, that was dumb. At least, at least it was within a minute of the whistle blowing. Uh, how does that make it? Oh my God! How does that make it any know. better? I mean, the, the Gronk thing. I mean, he just lined that dude up like intentionally trying to give the guy a concussion with his brace arm. Like, oh yeah, I'll just use this weird thing as a weapon on my arm. Why not? And that was that was ridiculous. Uh, that was really bad. And it's he really is interesting. Not the smartest dude in the world. No, 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 no. I just I can't believe he's even appealing. I I cannot believe on what grounds. He was laying down, out of bounds, face in the ground, plays over, whistles blown. Oh, here comes the people's elbow. I don't know, man. I don't get. I don't get how you can possibly do that. But whatever. Uh, let's see. So, uh, the story that has most informed my opinion of Rob Gronkowski is that when he and his brothers were all little kids, they would just line up in the four corners of the room and run into each other as hard as they can in the middle of the room. Yeah. No, that definitely. So, like, that definitely seems about right. I, that has yeah. inspired his whole life, I think. I think what always amazes me is that I just assume that that Gronk is not the dumbest of his brothers, which means there's definitely a brother that's probably dumber than he is. Which is kind of that's crazy. Right. It's kind of crazy to think about. But anyways, enough about Gronkhead over there. Let's see, uh, Colin, let's get your fifth trash bag game. Yeah, I I have reached the bottom of the barrel, and oh. I'm kind of rooting around down here and i see cincinnati <laughs> minus six hosting chicago oh what a fun game that's gonna be it is gonna be a disaster cincinnati seems to really be hitting their stride andy dalton uh you know doing pretty well nine touchdowns no interceptions in his last four games 
Cincinnati's run defense seems to have vastly improved. They held the Steelers to 92 rushing yards last game. I think they can handle Howard. The Bears' offense is non-existent. So, you know, I think Cincinnati's able to put up some points. And uh, here's, a, here's a fun fact for you. The, the teams from Chicago since October 1st, the Cubs have four wins, the Bulls have three wins, the Bears have two wins ahead of only the White Sox who have not played in a, since October 1st. Oh, boy. That's <laughs> go Cubs go go Cubs hey, hey. go yeah congratulations guys killing it ah oh, man all right Colin I'm not gonna lie man I don't want to watch any of the five games you picked they're all look they're all I'm terrible. just out here I'm doing my part to help make football what have you done lately yeah apparently not that I guess I've paid money to go to a stadium and finance a team that then sits on that cash and doesn't actually use it on free agents. So that's what I'm doing. I'm making rich people richer. What are you doing lately, Colin? I'm watching crappy football games. Jack, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Jack. <laughs> I think I watched the most football in probably a couple months this weekend. Wow. Increasing those ratings. being at Colin's house for half an hour. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, so, I know Jack and I had the same game. Uh, so, uh, Jack, I'll, I'll give you the honors. What uh, What do you got? I am picking the Green Bay Packers. They're three-point favorites on the road at Cleveland. The Browns are bad and clearly can't even throw Josh Gordon the ball for him to be able to do anything with it. Kaiser's not great. No. Uh, they just fired their GM, so things are looking even more brownsy. I can't believe they fired their GM. I, I don't I don't get it. Like at some point you gotta give somebody some time there to actually make a difference. And that dude just stockpiled a ton of picks and then started making some picks that are probably gonna pan out. I I just if you keep firing everybody after one year, after two years, that team is literally never gonna get better. And they're run by a dumbass owner. I'm just gonna say it bluntly. Like he is an idiot and it comes from the top down. What a ridiculous! This is, all part of the, this is all part of the optimization of the factory of sadness. I think. Uh, definitely. There was a little. There was a little bit of a ray of sunshine there with a competent GM, uh, and they had to extinguish that. Uh, it's just, I. It's amazing to me that that's something that's worth so much money can be run so inefficiently. It's uh, my in, favorite part is that they hired this dude as a drafting and personnel scouting guru, and then in the press release they said they hired him so that they could move on to someone who was focused on scouting and drafting. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. The, the just ineptitude that goes on in that city. And, and honestly, I picked green Bay as well. Minus three. And, and that's, it's weird for me to do that because green Bay sucks right now. All right. I was at that game Sunday. That was, that was uh, Vince Lombardi would have rolled over in his grave. If he watched that game, that was Terrible by both teams. I mean, the Packers, great, exciting finish and exciting win. But holy crap, what terrible football. What terrible turnovers. Hunley threw an interception on a deep pass to Jordy that was both about 12 yards underthrown and about seven yards to the left of where it needed to be. So, yeah, that's a good, like, what, 19 yards 
of a, a of an issue on on one throw, and then Jameis Winston with maybe the dumbest turnover I've ever seen. It's just what a ridiculous game. And the Packers sneak away at home, needing overtime to beat the 30th ranked pass defense. When oh, that's right, Hundley couldn't even get to 100 yards. Well, guess what? Cleveland's defense is actually better than Tampa Bay's defense. So I'm I'm assuming that Hundley's only going to get to like 62 yards in this game. I I couldn't tell you, uh, and I'm still picking the Packers because. The Browns are the Browns, and they just proved it today by firing their GM that they are a ridiculous organization run by ridiculous people. That's my pick. Packers, minus three, going to the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Book it. It's happening. We're doing it. Yeah, doing it. No, it's. I don't think so. I'm just... I'm just trying to talk myself up. I, I Honestly, I think if the Packers win out, there's a chance they still don't even make the playoffs. That's crazy. Ugh. Yeah, they need some help. If they win this week, I was seeing that if they win this week, that their playoff chances go from like 5% to 8%. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Good stuff. All right, so we got our 15 picks here. Let's see. Uh, Jack and I both took Green Bay minus 3. Jack has New England minus or minus 11. Kansas City minus 4. Houston minus 3. And Thursday night minus 1. I have that game as well. Jacksonville minus 2.5. Arizona plus 3. And Philly plus 2.5. Colin. With just the garbage bag special of Arizona plus three, the Jets minus one, San Francisco plus three, Kansas City minus four, and Cincinnati minus six. I couldn't even tell you which is the best team in that pool. It might be the Jets. It honestly might be the Jets at this point in the season, which is absolutely insane. So there's our picks. Hopefully, I'm I'm a little disappointed we made it through all of the garbage puns without you going hefty, hefty, hefty once. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about it, but that would have been good. So, okay, failure on my part. I'm sorry, everybody. Just just give it one quick one here, and then we'll move on. What? Uh, hefty, hefty, hefty. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. All right, uh, Jack, do you do you know, before I play the music, do you know the grinder of the week, or am I doing it? No, I wasn't paying attention. Okay, I will go ahead and uh, get that information <clears throat> up, and there we go. All right, let's play the music. Oh yeah, it's time for Club Indigo's Grinder of the Week. Here's the real OG, that's the original grinder, Jack Anchelis. Nope, 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 not Jack Anchelis, he missed the pre-show. I did throw out an honorary grinder. Okay, who's that? Part. Who's that? No, I, uh, I forget what you want. Oh, uh, the Saints quarterback, when we were talking about the Thursday uh, night game. Yeah, the Saints quarterback recording a tackle in special teams. We're still all a little perplexed why you'd put uh, a guy who apparently Sean Payton said that it was going to be the future of the franchise after Drew Brees is done, uh, why you'd put him on special teams. But so gritty. What is what is that guy's name? Leighton something? Taysom. Taysom, named after the park in his hometown in Utah or in Idaho. So wait, who who is this dude? He played quarterback for BYU. Wait, oh, Taysom Hill? Yeah. yeah. What, the guy that the Packers cut? Yep. He's the future? The, oh, well, that's why he's played special teams. He was garbage. <laughs> that's, not, <laughs> that's that's just a load of crap. That's what that is. Future of the franchise? Taysom Hill? Yeah. Well, I mean, as we've seen this year, the Packers are really great at developing quarterbacks. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, man. if they cut him, he must not be good. Look, uh, if anybody follows me on Twitter during Packer games, I've thrown out the phrase uh, too much invested in Brett Hundley a few times um, because I hadn't noticed. Yeah. Well, honestly, I I don't get 
I don't get how it's possible for someone to, quote-unquote, have three years invested into Brett Hundley as your backup and to be under the tutelage of Aaron Rodgers and known, or known quarterback whisperer and guru Mike McCarthy, and then for him to throw 87 yards against the 30th-ranked pass defense in the league. At, that, at some point, there's no need to get Hundley back next year as the Packers' backup quarterback. What, what possible reason would, would they need him? They could just get anybody. Anybody. Didn't, uh, didn't Mike McCarthy have Alex Smith in San Francisco when he sucked and was the first overall pick? Yes. And then he finally yep. blossomed after McCarthy left? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Weird. If anything, this just emphasizes how incredible Aaron Rodgers is. Yep. Yep. Just gonna Let's get to that grinder of the week. Uh, just going to leave it there. All right. The actual grinder of the week. Uh, anybody who was watching Monday Night Football saw a lot of violence, saw a lot of carnage, saw Ryan Shazier get carted out the field for a pretty nasty spinal injury neck. I mean, when you go, you know, face mask down and just go right crown of the helmet right into a guy's thigh, um, a la Nick Collins, it's not great. Generally doesn't work out for you. Uh, hopefully that dude's okay because honestly he's a free agent and was going to make a gajillion dollars. So I hope that he ends up being okay. We'll see. But we are giving it to, uh, I think this is the first female person that we have on the grinder of the week. Now, that is not true. That's not true. I just looked up the list. We have a foul ball girl from the New York Yankees uh, who who took it's a foul ball. Grind, yeah, well, she, well, <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, she's, I believe, the four-year-old girl that took a foul ball off the face. Uh, so, That's right. That was our junior grinder of the week. Yeah. <laughs> go, there we go. Uh, so anyways, we're going to go ahead and take the reporter that's been basically living outside of a Cincinnati hospital. That'd be Michelle Steele from ESPN. She's our grinder of the week. Uh, basically, was there all hours of the day and night giving reports of, of very little information. Uh, basically, yes, hey, uh, I'm here at the hospital. We don't have any new information, but as soon as we do, we'll get some. We'll come right back to you guys and back to you at the desk. Lots of that kind of stuff uh, or, or tiny little things trickling out. But uh, I mean, obviously, there hasn't been a ton of news. So, But either way, hey, man, uh, she basically just lived at a Cincinnati hospital for, for a couple of days. So more power That's to awful. you, Michelle. Yeah, can't wait until, you know, you get laid off because your company's losing a gajillion dollars. So good luck to you. Good luck. All right. Which is worse? Which is worse, living in a Cincinnati hospital <laughs> or having your medical tests covered to that degree, like by the national media? Mm. Oh, like, okay, I get you. Uh, I think living in a Cincinnati hospital. I mean, if it's That's not like... worse. You, you would rather have like a 24-7 watch on like Joel Kidney 2017? I guess, okay, wait, so, <laughs> well, I guess that means I have to live with the ramifications of whatever health issue we're talking about, so, so then, so then, yeah, that, that would be worse, but if we're, like, kind of, like, just glossing over that part, <laughs> which I guess, well, no, you... we're, we're glossing over that, you're gonna walk out of the hospital fine, but Oh, okay. for the 30, for the 48 to 72 hours that you are in the hospital, the nation's eyes will be focused on the status of your kidney. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, what embarrassing things are going to come out about my kidney? Like, I'm cool. I'd rather have that than living in a hospital for a couple of days, especially one in I'm Cincinnati. Hearing, I'm hearing reports that Joel Finkelman has the kidney of a 78-year-old. <laughs> okay, not that embarrassing. I'll live. <laughs> at least for a couple of years. All right. Uh, all right. I think I think we're all good. I don't know. I mean, it's been a little while. Um, but I think I think we're all good. I think we can leave her there. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah I think I think we covered it all. Okay, look back and see if there's anything that we missed over these past three weeks. I um, mean, but but no, we we have missed a lot. Well, hey, I got a buck again. 
So more meat on the table. Love it. Yeah. And my uncle got one. That was amazing. That was that was an incredible trip for me. So very happy to have been part of that. Uh, anyways, it's also been really good to be get back on the air here, be back on the podcast airwaves. Uh, let's see. As always, go to youtube.com slash Joel the F. You can check out the live stream. You can subscribe there. Then that way it'll give you little notifications when we go live. All that good stuff. Uh, check out the blog at the at thebig1070.com slash Joel, uh, where I'll post this, the video of this, just the audio of this, everything else, blah, 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 blah. You guys know the deal. Follow me on Twitter at Joel Finkelman. Follow Colin on Twitter at Colin Q. Burke. Follow Jack on Twitter at Anchelis. Go ahead and do all of that. That would be great stuff. And uh, check out the iHeartRadio app. Just look for the Finkelcast or any podcast app. Look for the Finkelcast. It'll all be there on all of them, I promise, all the time. All right. That was fun. Got all that stuff out of the way. Colin, thank you very much for joining us. Always a pleasure. Good to you both. Got you on. Roll the boat. All right, Jack. Thanks a bunch, buddy. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to a potential live oh oh yeah it's the holiday season oh i think we can do it we'll be live in studio we got a couple cameras we'll do it we'll do it up all right we'll see you next time on the finglecast peace out every night she'd be on the floor shaking what she'd got man when i tell you she was cool she was red hot i mean she was steam